welcome back to another episode of Teenage Daydream. We are, as always, still on the OC season one. Although we're getting we're getting close to the end. This I know, is we're episode almost at the end. twenty-one. I know, which hilariously, episode twenty-one in any normal show would be like either the last or like second to last. Yeah. Episode of the season, but actually, there's like six more. <laughs> six more. Yeah. But anyway, this is episode twenty-one. Yeah. It's a goodbye, girl. Yeah. It's like, yes, this episode. Anyway, I have thoughts. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously that will come back later. But, like, I didn't realize that, like, because obviously, like, the title about this, of this episode, yeah. I just, I'm having trouble with words, as always. That's but, fine. like, you I just know. didn't realize that, like, because when I watched it, I didn't actually, like, look up the title. And, like, obviously the title always has something to do with that kind of, like, the big part of the story. Right. And I just didn't realize that, like, what it's named after was actually, like, the main storyline, which just seems weird, because it's just, like, anytime, I know, right? anytime stuff, like, isn't revolving around Ryan and Marissa, I just assume it's, like, a B storyline. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> exactly. But. All right. Yeah. So let's. Who should we talk about first? I that's a good question. I suppose we could go through all of the Kirsten, Sandy, Caleb, Oof, Uncle yeah. Sean dodginess first. Sounds good, right? <laughs> Get that one done, and then because then, yeah. Then who else do we have? And there's like the Ryan, Marissa, Teresa. Yeah, and then. Seth and Anna and yeah. Summer a little bit. Yep. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Welcome to us knowing how to do podcasts. Oh yeah, totally. We're experts. We're fine. Super uh. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the first time we see the Coens, they're actually just talking with Ryan about the whole Marissa Teresa thing because they had like casually just like walked through the house together and it's just super hilarious. But yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, their actual main storyline starts with Caleb being nominated for Riviera Magazine's Man of the Year. Year, which is just like ugh. Besides <laughs> from the fact that like he's just like a jerk all the time, we've now learned from this whole like situation with Uncle Sean that he's just like a sketchy douchebag, right? But clearly, like, the richest guy in Newport. Yeah. And that's why he's man of the year. Yeah. Well, and, like, through the whole episode, too, I was, like, a man of the year, but certainly not father of the year, because he's still a terrible father. Right? Ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, so then he, so, of course, obviously, Caleb is making Kirsten throw him a party. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, so at some point... He, like, posed for photos for this magazine and, like, did an interview, but then now they're having a party because, like, the magazine's coming out. Yeah. So then they have to have a party to take more pictures. It's just, like, ugh, it's just ridiculous rich people th- stuff. It truly is. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> but he's also just, like, being such a jerk about all that because he's, t- like, talking to Kirsten and it's just, like, make sure there's no cilantro, like. And oh, he's- Right. So much, yeah, because he doesn't want cilantro, and it has to be like a certain kind of like fancy wine. And then it's just like if you want it to be that part, like plan it yourself. Then I know, right? It's <laughs> he's just the worst. He's the worst. 
Because, like, just if Kirsten's throwing you a party, just let her plan the party and, like, trust that she knows what she's doing because she knows you and works with you and, like, is your daughter. So mm. probably can throw you a party that you'll approve of. Well, it's also super awkward because, like, he's over there to have dinner with them. Right. And he's, like, making a salad and stuff. But then, like, also busting her around in her own home. Yeah. And, like, even, even just with, like, the the wine that he wants to have with dinner, it's like, well, what about this? And she was like, I was thinking Chardonnay or, like, whatever. And he's like, oh, sure, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I did love when Ryan walks through the kitchen and he's like, oh, hi, Mr. Uh, Mr. Nickel. And Kirsten's just like, why don't you call him Caleb? And you can just tell, <laughs> like, Caleb's so mad. But Kirsten is just like, suck it, dad. <laughs> right? <laughs> She's so mad. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so then he's asking Sandy about the case. Mm-hmm. But Sandy's like, you need to tell Kirsten what yeah. is going on with this. Because as we've established, it's dodgy. Super dodgy. Um, and in like a weird, you know, I guess like racketeering, blackmail, something. Right. Yes. Although like racketeering has always been one of those things where it's like, you see it in like the mob movies and you're like, oh yeah, sure. Racketeering. But then you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Okay. But right. Like literally it was so funny because it's when they're sitting down, when Caleb actually goes for lunch with Kirsten to like actually tell her what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then Kirsten makes that sort of like half joke about like oh yeah I know he's like kind of sketchy but like what blackmail and racketeering and before she even said that I was like racketeering they're gonna say racketeering <laughs> but I sincerely could not tell you what racketeering was like I just don't know yeah because and like so the whole thing is that they're trying to stop that other guy from being like the main lumber guy right which is not like they sell lumber so I don't really understand that part I also don't really understand that part but or maybe, no, he was going to supply lumber to, like, the next biggest yeah. housing group. Like, New, Newport's competition. So, yeah, so they wanted to get information so that then, like, they could get him to be their lumber supplier or something like that. So, it oh, almost, like, it, this is where the racketeering may come in, okay? Because I just looked it up. It is a criminal activity in which a personal organization engages in a, quote-unquote, racket when the criminal creates a problem for others for the purpose of solving that problem by some type of extortion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so Uncle Sean would have gone into the hotel room to get information, which then yeah. they could use against the lumber guy. Yeah. So that he wouldn't sell his lumber to the Newport Group's competition. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now that we kind of know what racketeering is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Kirsten says this jokingly and Caleb like has to look on his face and then Kirsten's like oh shit <laughs> yeah well that's just but it right because we're real yeah and like she's actually like so involved because like she signs yeah. all of the paychecks and like probably signs a lot of the contracts and deals that they would have with said random lumber guys yeah it's not good it's really not good so <laughs> <laughs> Riviera's Magazine's Man of the Year, everybody. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. And then, so I think after that, I'm trying to think, when does, at some point, 
Sandy comes home and talks to Kirsten about it, but is yeah, that before or after he talks to the guy on the golf course? It's before, I think. Yeah, it is. It's before. Oh, yes, I see. Yeah, because she doesn't want him to get involved. She's like, I had yeah. no idea this is what I was asking you to get involved in. Like, Yeah, she's like sitting out by the pool, sort of in the dark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As you do when you have a pool. I mean, fair. Why not? <laughs> And yeah, she's talking about how like she wants to get like outside counsel, not to involve him. Yeah. And like you know, like she'd rather go to jail for her technical involvement than like get him involved and they're just being like the most perfect Sandy and Kirsten as always. Right. Yeah. The true perfect <laughs> couple of this. I know. Yeah. So good. But yeah. yeah, so then because Sandy knows this guy at the DA's office who obviously yeah. would have something to do with the charges against Uncle Sean there's a bunch of like between racketeering and like legal mumbo jumbo there's like stuff going on yeah so there he like of course like stalks him to the um, driving range and it's just like trying to like suss out what the DA's situation is mm-hmm. like what what's kind of yeah, going on what with one of the witnesses yes but like it's okay I feel like I had a lot of questions about this because he was talking about a witness. Yeah. But then, like, so it was just, like, a random hotel guest that saw Uncle Sean go into the hotel room? I don't know if it's that or if it's maybe something related to maybe not that specific incident, but, like, other stuff Mm -hmm. around, like, that would help build a case in this situation. But in any case, there seems to be some implicit uh talking about tampering with that witness yeah one is so funny and like also like super dates the show because the da guy says that like the newport group is the equivalent of enron yes (laughs) and at first i was like enron then i was like oh right enron yeah (laughs) um who is an evil oil corporation or was an evil oil oil corporation yeah. I feel like they probably still exist. Probably. They just probably have a different name now. Yeah. But yeah, they're, for, for anyone who doesn't know, they're a bad oil company who spills oil everywhere. Yeah. And covers it up and does bad things. Yeah. But of course, then it turns into like, because it's this re-election year, which then always has something to do with like the DA's office, because like they want to have the good cases so that then they get re-elected and then like, which is really like, it's just them doing which Weird, like kind of bad stuff too like I don't right know. so like perhaps there's just an entire i mean okay there is probably an entire problem with the american justice system with this aside but mm-hmm. the fact that these kinds of people are elected into their positions like judges too yeah instead of appointed for like merit by people who know what they're talking about yeah has always seemed odd to me because mm-hmm. that's not how it works in canada <laughs> no But yeah, so either way, Sandy ends up on the phone, and he's worked out some sort of deal. Mm -hmm. But, like, you don't really know what it is, and, like, it it sounds... And because, like, they're using different people's names, and I couldn't quite tell if it was, like, with the DA or with the lumber guy or this or that. But it turns out... Oh, yeah, he makes some kind of deal, but then Sandy and Caleb are talking, and he's saying that, like, whatever the DA has, it's really, really bad. Yeah. So Sandy made some sort of deal. Mm-hmm. 
I think with the lumber guy about like the next sale kind of a thing. Yeah. It sounded confusing. Well, yeah, because he ends up saying something about obstruction of justice and witness tampering. So I don't know exactly what Sandy did, but. And yeah, because he definitely talked about like some sort of sale, like, so that's not obvious. It's in my head. It was like the lumber guy is going to sell to the Newport groups competition for the next big deal. But then after that, he won't. So that then it's kind of like, right. Not obvious that they've like made some sort of deal or, but yeah. So either way, questionable actions by Sandy Cohen. Yeah. Like things that could get him disbarred. I would imagine. If not worse. Yeah. Right. Like if Kirsten could have gone to jail just by the fact that like, she signs Uncle Sean's paychecks for him doing yeah. that kind of stuff. I think getting disbarred looks would be, like, the least of his problems. Right? Which, like, I totally don't remember how this story plays out. Like, does it just go away? Well, and that's just it, too. Yeah, because Uncle Sean's only in that other episode. He's not even in this episode. And, like, he right. never comes back. And I just don't remember any other... Me neither. I remember nothing. ...legal situations... So funny. ...that come up. But, of course, then it ends with, like... Sorry, that was loud paper crumplings. Um, <laughs> Sandy and Kirsten talking in the bedroom and just like, you know, about how like technically, yeah, it was like obstruction of justice and witness tampering. But like the DA won't lose a case right now and not being involved. Yeah. And then they start making their jokes about like, you know, I don't want you to go to jail. I don't want you to like hop in bed with, you know, like. Yeah. In bed with my father. And he's like, I'd rather go to jail than that. And then they make their jokes about like handcuffs and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he says, if anyone's going to be putting you in handcuffs, it's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Sandy. <laughs> These two. But anyway, yeah, so, so then they're right. all cute and fine. Sketchy stuff going on. And I feel like there was also a moment where Caleb talks to Julie again at the party. And like, yeah. the, the, like hints were dropped. Oh, yeah, because he starts he's apologizing to her and is just saying, you know, like, I never fully appreciated you. And she's like, well, you know, plan the perfect date and we'll, maybe we'll see. And she's like, ugh, this again? Right? Especially because, like, she's actively sleeping, sleeping with Luke at this point. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Right? Anyway. Yeah. So that's basically that. Yeah. And yeah, so let's... Ugh. Caleb? Oh, he's just such a... I mean, whatever. He dies. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> true. This is true. Uh, he just, like, regular dies, right? He's not, like, murdered or anything. I think he just Honestly, has, like, a heart attack I or something. I don't right? remember, but I think so. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so one of the other main storylines, which is surprisingly not the main storyline, as we've learned from the title... Yeah. is big surprise Ryan and Marissa Ugh. Mm -hmm. Ugh, always and the whole Teresa well, and like Teresa yeah so the last episode ended with Ryan and Teresa at her motel room and him telling her yes he didn't want her to leave and them kissing yeah which obviously then like I don't know at the very at this point, we don't know exactly what's happened. No, we don't. And neither does Seth, and he wants the information, yeah. <laughs> which is how the episode opens. <laughs> I know, he's like he wants all like the kissing details. And again, yeah. sometimes there's just, as much as this is actually like 
aged really well and like you can just like dive back in and watch there's a few things that like tip off like what time it is because he's talking about like so was it a madonna with christina kind of like peck on the cheek or madonna (laughs) with like britney from like the epic madonna christina and britney kiss at the mtv awards which is also funny because like that's when britney was with justin and like a whole big thing and then he's also talking about like al and tipper gore (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah there are definitely certain things and it's hilarious but yeah, Seth is, like, a mile a minute, like, asking all these questions, and Ryan is just, like, ugh. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, my God, please stop. Please stop. And then... Teresa walks in. Teresa walks in. Yeah, to give them a ride to school. Yeah. Sure. Yep, of course. And then Marissa <laughs> walks in. To give them a ride to school. <laughs> oh, and it's so awkward. So awkward that they end up with no ride at all because Teresa's like, no, it makes more sense for you to give them a ride. And Marissa's like, no, I'm just going to go. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so both of the girls leave. But, like, okay, so then, again, as we all know, we have, like, logistical questions. So, first of all, okay, fine. Like, Teresa is just there and, like, doesn't have a job and is, like, doesn't have anything to do, so she's going to give them a ride to school. Okay, fine. But she's way out at, like, the Mermaid Inn. So either so wherever that is... Obviously on, like, the edge of town. She has to drive to their house to then drive them to school. Yeah. Which, like, I don't really know how far school is from the house. But then same for Marissa. She would have been at her apartment, like, her, with Jimmy. Oh, at Jimmy's place. Right? Because she's not staying with Julie next door. So that she then would have had to drive to the Coen's house. And then, like, Seth makes some joke about, like, well, I guess we're hitchhiking. But it's like, where is school? How do they normally get there? How do they want to get Well, because later in the episode, Ryan has his BMX bike. Huh. But then, yeah, like, at one point, Seth tells Kirsten, he's like, oh, like, I think you're, like, you have to give us a ride. Right. But also, and then, okay, yeah, so they end up, eventually they end up at school. And, like, Luke is off, like, playing his guitar and, like, has a talk with him. But what, so what time is it when the girls come over? All of these are very good questions that I have not considered. Because everything I've learned from most American shows and American things is that their school starts really early in the morning. Like, in my head, it's like 9 o'clock, but it's not. They actually start at, like... I was going to say, I'm pretty sure when I was in school, it was, like, at least 8.30 when we started. Maybe earlier. Yeah, so, like, even if it was 8.30, they always get to school early because they're always walking around and hanging out. (laughs) so like maybe they all have a free first period maybe (laughs) but there's a lot of other people outside there too so like either way they're getting up at like whatever time because they're ready to go to school and then the girls show up at like whatever time i don't know people are just i'm just saying it's not just also like also i don't know a single teenager who is willingly up early in the morning just like chatting and not just like literally rolling out of bed and dragging their ass to school well that's what always happens on like all tv shows is that everyone's up really early and they're like doing stuff before school and it's like whoever did stuff before school (laughs) only people in shows because time (laughs) is not real (laughs) (sighs) yes Uh, but anyway yeah so at some point everyone ends up at school 
Luke's yeah. playing guitar, sitting on a corner by himself, and Marissa... Go- hilarious, <laughs> and not at all the Luke we were introduced to at the beginning of this show. No, not at all. It's so funny. <laughs> it literally was like, Luke plays guitar? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then I remembered that little bit in the Rumi episode where he does play the dude's guitar, and I was like, all right, I guess he just has this secret ambition to be a rock star or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like Marissa's talking to him just about like, was it really hard for you to see me with Ryan after we broke up? <laughs> and again, with Luke now being like this really good human being, he's like, well, you know, like it was my fault and I deserved it. But the only way that you really can sort of like, get you know, like you have to, you have to move on because no matter what, it's never going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Luke. Yeah. He's being kind of an idiot right now, sleeping with Julie, but oh. I still love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Marissa's kind of like, oh well, I guess then I deserve this because the whole Oliver thing. So. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. we see Ryan and Teresa sitting in her car, looking for like jobs and apartments because yeah, she just comes to visit him at school. Well, because... as you as we've mentioned, uh, yes. which okay, here's the uh, the next question then. So like. <laughs> If she didn't drive him to school, did she drive to the school just to see Ryan? In which case, why didn't she just drive him to school? Like, I know, right? What is happening? Well, and also, like, Ryan never has... Day, isn't it? Ryan also never has a phone. He always uses Seth's. So, like, how did they agree to meet in the parking lot? <laughs> I truly do not know. <laughs> But yeah, so they're talking, you know, like, they're going to figure all this out. And I also, I keep forgetting that, like, they're supposed to be the same age, and Teresa's just not in school. Yeah. I know, right? Like, never mind that she was, like, engaged to Eddie and all that stuff. But just like, why aren't you going to school? Yeah. Questions. So many questions. Well, yeah, because, like, it made sense when she had, like, the catering jobs. Like, okay, fine. Like, people have jobs when you're 16, 17. Right. Totally. But yeah, that's kind of never really addressed. It's just more like, oh, she's not in school. But like, why isn't she in school? I know, right? Like, why? Why are you not in school? Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. She's decided she doesn't need school because she's going to get a job. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then, let's see. Oh, yeah. Then Ryan and uh, Sandy have a little talk over the barbecue. But what's... Oh, yes. Right, telling, yeah, when he's like, you're in over your head here, like, she should be in school, and she should be back in Chino with, like, you know, her family. Because um, she has family there. Yeah, and, like, that was kind of... It almost... For, like, a moment, it kind of felt like a dig. But then, like, obviously it wasn't. It was, she was just saying, like, you know, we're your family, and, like, none of your family is there anymore. But, like, her mom's there, yeah. and technically she has a fiancé there. And it just... It makes sense for yeah. her to go back, whereas it makes sense well, because, for you to stay yeah, here. Ryan was out of options mm-hmm. when he came to stay with Cohen's, but like she still has people, like she still has people in Gino that, you know, yeah, that she could stay with, and yeah. And so you can tell that like Ryan's made the decision. Okay, yeah, he's gonna tell Teresa to go back to Gino. Yeah. So he goes to the motel. And then, of course, we know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa's talked to Eddie and said she's not yeah. going home. Yeah. Of course. 
Yep. Of course. Naturally. What I love, because, like, the whole time, like, Sandy's barbecuing, he's talking about swordfish, and he's like, should I throw an extra one on for Teresa or Marissa or who? And then <laughs> <laughs> when Teresa says, like, I'm going to stay here, and he was just like, cool, do you like swordfish? <laughs> Because for someone who is all about fighting and brawls, he doesn't actually like confrontation. Yes, it's so true. This is so true. My God, it's too much. But too much. But yeah, he was clearly going to tell her to leave. Yes, he absolutely was. He was going to be like, "Look, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, for you to stay. So you should go back, or at least like I don't know." I was gonna say at least talk to Eddie, but she actually does do that. So, mm-hmm. fair. fair enough. Which of course then leads to Eddie coming to Harbor. Yes, he shows up at the school, which is a totally normal thing to happen. <laughs> Again, he knew exactly where the school was. He knew how to find Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just really don't. So yeah, Eddie confronts Ryan in their bougie school lounge. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the best part was the one that, like, I don't know, I guess, like, teacher shows up yeah. and he's like, this is for faculty and students only. Oh, right. I have written down and get out of our bougie lounge. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just so funny and so much like, yeah, yeah, like, you don't belong here. <laughs> so, yeah, Eddie's mad. Yeah. Um, and Marissa's there and sees the whole thing happen and she has her like patented Marissa sad face after. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, so then she like <laughs> finds Ryan at the bike rack. Yeah. Which is just like hilarious. And she's saying, like, you know, like like I wanna help, like, you know, I can we can help get her a job or an apartment or like yeah. whatever, like have her come to Caleb's party. And Ryan's just like, No, like, it's fine, you know, she plus she just you know, she doesn't have clothes for that kind of party, like just yeah. let's just Thanks anyway, but just leave all this alone. Yeah. Which just, yeah, is a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Ryan then goes to see Teresa at the motel. Of course he does. Of course he does. <laughs> what I love, because it's like so awkward, because she's just like clearly trying to make stuff happen and talking about foot massages and trying to like. Oh, I know, right? Kiss him, but he's trying to be like, I don't know what we're doing about this. Like, I don't yeah. know, whatever. And then they just clearly. And then they bang. Yeah. Yeah. It's clearly what happens. All while Eddie's watching from the parking like lot. Like that paper. <laughs> it's so creepy. Like, I get it. You you think Ryan's lying now because they weren't hooking up. But, like, I would also just like to point out that. I mean, I guess they turn the lights off, and that's how he knows, but... Yeah. Well, because that was the whole thing. Like, when they were at the school, he flat... He, that's what he kept asking. Like, are you having sex with her? And yeah. Ryan's just like, no. And they weren't. Which at the time was true. Yeah. Although, we do learn that they've clearly had sex before. Yes. Which, didn't we already kind of know this? I mean, I feel like everyone probably assumed, but it was never explicitly said. Yeah, no, that's true. But when they're, like, falling into the bed, Teresa definitely says, you know, it's not like... Yeah, it's not like we haven't done this before. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. oh. Yep. Yeah. So then, yeah, Eddie's being a creeper and watching. I, like, I guess, I don't know how long he stays there. <laughs> Who knows? 
Um, <laughs> but Ryan wakes up at Teresa's. Yeah. At the motel. He's like, uh, well, I gotta go play this. Well, yeah, because he even says, he's like, you know, it's not like back home, like, where there's no one yeah, who cares like, or, like, checks on yeah. me. But, like, I have to, if I'm not home by a certain time, like, these people actually, like, care. And it turns out that, like, Seth covered for him and like, yeah. lied to Sandy and Kirsten and stuff. But yeah, it's just this, I do kind of like how it's the play of, okay, Ryan's from Chino, Teresa's Chino, but then, like, how Ryan has actually so quickly adapted to, not, like, the Newport lifestyle, but just having this new family. Yeah, of having people that care about him and are going to wonder where he is. Yeah, and, like, wanting to be responsible for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, he does... He says he can't... Therese wants to hang out after school, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can't because he's going to Caleb's. And then he's like, I guess, like, do you want to come? <laughs> and she's like, do you want me to? Like, you seem like you don't want me to. Are you embarrassed by me? And he's like, no, I just literally didn't think you'd want to come. Um, which I actually feel like he just feels more awkward about the whole Marissa situation than anything else, but... Yeah, well, that's, like, they end up deciding, like, she's not going to come, because, like, she doesn't yeah. have clothes, she like, doesn't... I don't have anywhere. No, it's just, like, a weird, stupid party, because she used to, like, serve these people at a party, so it would be weird if she, like, came yeah. as a guest. So, she's not going. No. Which, of course, means that we know Marissa's going to show up. Obviously. At the motel. Naturally. <laughs> with dresses and give her a makeover. Of course. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah, Fair. I did love how this led so like we're at Caleb we're at the Cohen's having another party, of course. Yeah. I feel like that's kinda like the go to place for parties now. Yeah, right? At the beginning of the season it was always like somewhere else, but now it's definitely just like always at the yeah. Cohen's. And Ryan and Summer are talking. Yes. Which I had like a moment of I literally wrote down, I was like, have they ever talked before? <laughs> I just the two of them? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like, because someone's even asking, like, is Teresa coming? And he's like, no. And it's like, is he asks her, is Marissa coming? She's like, no. Yeah. Cut to Teresa and Marissa walking in together. Naturally, that is obviously what that timing was going to be. <laughs> I did love the little moment between uh, Summer and Ryan, though, because yeah. like you don't get that very often. And you know, Summer was like, I know everything that went down was like really crappy, but you know, Marissa does care about you. Yeah, and she even has her little joke about. Kind of stuff with like not having the best taste because yeah. like she dated Luke for a year or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. So yeah, then uh, yeah, then Marissa and Teresa show up. How exciting! Mm-hmm. Teresa's all like made up and gorgeous. Not that like of course she wasn't like stunning before, but now she's just like yeah, right. Newport pretty, I guess. Yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> Which, like, to be fair, Marissa's actually super nice to her, and she doesn't have to be, so. Yes. Yeah. But. And obviously, at this point, we know that anything that involves Ryan... Is gonna some... be drama. <laughs> there's gonna be drama, there's gonna be a fist fight. Eddie shows up. <laughs> All of these wow. parties, as I mentioned on Twitter, when I was... <laughs> live tweeting this these parties always end in a brawl <laughs> yeah like something always happens something always happens and it's never really ryan's fault like no 
It really you isn't. In it, but like someone else always throws the first punch. Like, yeah, that's, and that's exactly what happens. Is that Eddie throws the first punch, like, and so he has to kind of defend himself because he's been like thrown into like a table yeah. of fancy food, and it's always like at the height of the moments where like Caleb's getting his picture taken with like the family, and it's just of ugh. course because when else would it happen? But then like Sandy and Jimmy and Luke all like jump in and pull everybody apart, and Ryan ends up in the pool. Yep. Leon wearing kid. Seth's jacket, which is important. No, not wearing Seth's jacket. With a letter in his pocket, which is important later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it all kind of converges into actually that sort of storyline. After he gets out of the pool and Sandy's like, well. Yeah, he has like ice be bag. a shiner, but they look good on you. They look good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And yeah, they've just kind of, at some point, Ryan and Teresa are talking, and he's just like, you have to talk to Eddie, and she's like, I yeah. know. But then, of course, like, Seth needs Ryan, so that's kind of just where... Yeah. They've sort of made their peace and, like, ended things, but it kind of does end abruptly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But it's but Marissa or Teresa ends up going to Marissa's apartment, which again, how do people know where everybody lives? I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's like a directory, <laughs> a Newport directory. Because no. yeah, like she brings, she wants to bring Marissa's dress back, and you know, is apologizing right. for not getting it dry cleaned, and yeah. like she's like, oh, like I made a mess of everything, and Marissa's like, actually, you know, like this happens all the time. Yeah, she's like, actually, this is just pretty standard for this kind of situation probably not your fault <laughs> yeah and Teresa like says like take care of Ryan kind of a thing so yeah they sort of all have like a moment yeah and an agreement yeah one other like mini storyline is the whole Luke and Julie right I know I totally because oh. it, it's not it's hilarious though because it's yeah. when Jimmy's starting to catch on and what's happening oh yeah well yeah so like because like Luke shows up at the Coopers yes and Caitlin answers the door and that's still Shalane Which... Woodley right yes it is still yeah. Shalane Woodley yeah and it's so funny because like she clearly has a crush on him so much right <laughs> like she's like I don't know how old she's supposed to be in this like 12 or 13 yeah um and she's like clearly just like oh Luke hi meanwhile <laughs> Luke's there to see Julie because he's sleeping with her and I'm like oh wow all all the Coopers just every oh. single Cooper girl slash woman yeah. well I'm like what? and yeah so like the whole thing is like obviously like they only meet at the motel but yeah. he's just like oh well you know I figured maybe your DSL needed looking at or like <laughs> <laughs> just so 2003 oh, right man. gotta get that yeah. T1 line um, and yeah she's like you know as much as I appreciate high speed internet like we have rules blah 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 you know, we don't want Caitlin to get suspicious. And of course, immediately, you know, like Jimmy rolls up. Yeah. To pick up Caitlin. And then I died. Cause she's like, he's here to defrag my hard drive and like sends him in to do that. Do you remember having to defrag your hard drive? I don't. I do. But, but that was literally fun. like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that. Yes. It's 2020 and this was 2003. So yeah, I feel like that's Basically, definitely a thing yeah. that you don't have to do anymore. No. No, it was pretty funny. That whole moment was another thing where you're just like, ah, you could tell this is 2003. <laughs> no. And then there's a moment at the at Caleb's party, too, where Luke's, like, talking to Julie, 
And she's like, yes. get away. And he kind of just has like. He kind of like touches he... her shoulder. Like. Yes. And Jimmy. <laughs> and Jimmy's face. Oh. And I loved how they like, went over. And he was like, this is like, tell He's me like, this is like. tell me this is not happening. This is not happening. Like, come on. Like, for so many reasons. Also, it will destroy Marissa. Yeah. Ugh. And Julie's all like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Jimmy's like, okay, if you say so. Oh, Honestly, though, his face is just so good when he sees <laughs> that happen. Like, he's just like, oh my god, what is she doing now? Like, yeah. And like, not even remotely surprised. Like, he's not appalled or no. anything like that. He's just like, of course. Right? Of course, this is what's happening. <laughs> Oh boy. Too much. But yes, so main storyline, the goodbye girl. Yeah, it's Seth, Anna. Summer and Anna. Ugh. I know oh, the storyline's so sad. I know. And like kind of a weird back and forth because like there's moments where you're just like, oh my god, like this is back to like the triangle moments right. of them. But in the end, yeah, it's just like so sad. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it starts Seth and Summer and Anna are all talking mm-hmm. and Summer oh yeah, Summer's reading Caleb's magazine. Yes. And basically just being like super basic rich girl. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Talking about how like oh, chins are the chins are the new nose. Yeah. Chin implants hilarious which is so funny because like that comes up a few times later on as like stuff always does with the oc yeah because at the moment like teresa's like i'm just gonna stand here looking for chin implants but yes this is where anna tells them that she is moving home yeah going back to pittsburgh and seth is very upset about it super upset yeah yeah and then so, eventually it cuts to something with them. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, it's Seth and Ryan end up talking about it. Because they have a very confusing exchange where oh. <laughs> where Seth says something about how she's leaving. And Ryan's like, no, she's staying. And he's like, wait, what? Yeah, and they're all... Yeah, but then Seth's talking about Anna, and Ryan's talking about Teresa. <laughs> and yeah, because he's just like, I don't want her leaving, you know, like, she's leaving because of me, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm not self-absorbed. And then he's literally just like... Incorrect. Well, and because he's actually just sitting there going, like, me, me. Because he's like, I'm not self-absorbed. Me, 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 me. <laughs> like, I hate to break it to you, Seth, but you really are sometimes. I know, and, like, so this yeah. whole, like, through all of these episodes, this whole first season, I clearly just, like, blocked all that out of my mind, and in my head, it was just, yeah. he was so great, but, yeah, no, he's just, he really he's is. so self-absorbed. <laughs> well, and, like, too, because I was just, I mean, obviously, he's upset about Anna leaving, because they're friends. Yeah. But there's also, like, because he's so obsessive about it for this whole episode i'm like are you incapable of just paying attention to the girl that you're dating while you're dating her like yeah uh, but anyway um yeah so they talk a little bit about that and i can't remember what ryan says to seth probably implies that he's self-absorbed mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but yeah then like 
Seth finds Anna at school and it's just yeah. like, hey, like, isn't this weather great? Did you hear like the the Lakers are winning? <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get her to stay. And she's like, no, dude, like, I what? miss all of these things about Pittsburgh. And he's trying to get her. He's trying to ask her why she's leaving. Yeah. Without saying like, are you leaving because of me and what happened? And she's like, you know, like, I miss the seasons. I miss the fall. I miss this museum. I miss my dog who's staying with my aunt and uncle. I miss going to this vinyl shop and the market on Sundays. Yeah. And he's like, you have to come to the party. And she's like, no, like, I'm leaving tomorrow. And he's just like, mate, like, you have to say goodbye. You have yeah. to say goodbye. Ugh. And then it cuts, then it's like the most awkward Seth and Summer moment where they're like clearly on a date. Yes. Sitting on like the hood of the car. And this is what I need about... <laughs> Seth being capable of paying attention to the girl he's dating while he's dating her. Because <laughs> they're, like, making out. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, stops it because he's upset about Anna. And she's like, you're thinking about Anna right now? like. And he's just not even cluing in to, like, the moment that was happening. Yeah. Of, like, how it would be weird that he's thinking of another girl while their tongues are in each other's mouths. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's also weird because they also have, like, fast food that I'm assuming is cold because they've been making out. Like, <laughs> Let's just eat. So they like sit there and like awkwardly eat their food. Ugh. Bad. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Seth decides he's going to like be honest with Anna at the party and like ask her. But he's going to, yeah. but he needs to be a little more confident. So he's going to have a few glasses of champagne, which is obviously right. going to end well. Clearly. <laughs> gonna end super well when i love that because like caleb keeps trying to get seth in pictures with him and he's clearly just like hating every moment of he's like and you're gonna take over the company one day and he's like no i'm not like yeah (laughs) yeah he says something to him and seth's like something to look forward to (laughs) (laughs) and then we get Uh, another like so good anna and summer moment which again is also like why all of this is so sad because in the end like they were always kind of friends and mm-hmm. sort of I know like understanding I yeah exactly when it went both ways because it kind of like when he was with Anna like as much as Summer still like wanted him back like she was still okay with you know and like they ended up actually being like really good mm-hmm. like girl friends about it and just yeah ugh. yeah totally underrated relationship of the show well yeah because yeah, they're talking about how like they're gonna miss each other and like talking about golden girls again and just like oh my yeah. god like i'm gonna miss you and it's like oh i know it's sad oh. and then there's like the cute little like ryan and anna moment too yeah while they're saying goodbye yeah because like he had like they have like a really good hug and like because she taught him how to waltz oh. yeah which i'd totally forgotten about but me yeah too. <laughs> so me too yeah. way back at the beginning there when ryan was a newbie way back in the day yeah yeah Cotillion. No. <laughs> God. We still haven't fully figured that one out. So while I feel more confident about racketeering, if anyone knows more about Cotillion, <laughs> please let us know. We still have questions. Mm. But yeah, Anna feels super sad and doesn't actually want to stay to say goodbye to Seth. Seth so she gives Ryan a letter mm-hmm. to give to him. Which he then puts in his jacket pocket and then proceeds to get pushed in the pool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so finally as we were saying, you know, when he has his ice pack and, like, Kirsten's like, don't worry, it's gonna be okay. Sandy's making the jokes about his shiners. He's like, oh, here, I have this letter for you. And... And it's smudged all the hell. Like... Oh, yeah, like, it's just... It's unreadable. (laughs) 
So then, yeah, Seth's trying to, like, decipher it. Well, yeah, because, like, he, like, the first three words clearly are, I love you. Yes. But then after that, he's saying something, like, something about Azerbaijan? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Which, like, obviously not, Seth. Yeah. Please, come on now. It's a country I always forget about until it's the Olympics, and then they're, like, competing for something. <laughs> yes, that's fair. And the only reason I even remember that is because, like, one of the years when you first see that, you're like, what is that country? And then you have to, like, learn what the country is and then how to pronounce that name. <laughs> Because they're competing for some sort of Olympic medal. Yeah. But yeah, so of course, it's all sort of coming together. And there's some kind of, like. Well, like, Seth is, like, obsessing over the letter with Summer again. Like, is there not somebody else you could be talking to about this? Like, Brian? Um, Well, yeah, because he's asking her. He's like, why don't you care that she's leaving? And it's just like, the the issue is not that she's not going to miss Anna. It's that you care so much. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's yeah it kind of has a moment of just like he still can't pick sort of between them and like yeah not that's understandable but they are completely different people yes and they complement him in completely different ways and sort of complete him in those different ways that like if it was all one person it would work really well yeah but it's two people so it's complicated yeah and he even says he's just like it's not about that. It's that, like, she's my friend. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair because there is that moment, at, like, in the beginning where as much as, okay, he finally has Ryan, who's sort of this, like, brother who can, like, be this person for him, you know, in Newport where, like, he's the odd man out. Anna does have all those same interests. The comics, the yeah. different shows. So, like, whether yeah. whether she was a girl or whether they had dated or not, like, they probably could have the friend part of their whole relationship probably was really genuine and sincere. Absolutely. Yeah. I think like he finally found somebody with similar interests and they were actually just really good friends. So yeah. yeah. But yeah. So he's like, so Summer's just like, go stop her, like go to the airport, which of course why then he needs Ryan because at this point he's been drinking. <laughs> yes. He can't drive. <laughs> so Ryan has to drive him to the airport. Yeah. Which he then accuses uh, Ryan of driving too slowly. <laughs> He's like freaking out. Which is funny because like that's what Summer always does to him. Yes, when he's exactly. Driving. Yeah, um, and then he says something about Journey. <laughs> yeah, because the music is playing. <laughs> and Ryan's like, "Do not insult Journey," which is hilarious <laughs> because Ryan has like zero musical interest, but apparently is like really into Journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. But yeah, they get to the airport, he runs in, and like, I'm not even going to talk about airport logistics, but... <laughs> right? Especially airport logistics in 2003. Yeah. But anyway. But, yes. Whatever small... I mean, at least it is, it's before security, so... Yeah, and it, they probably do have their own little, like, mini Newport airport, like our, like, like Porter, yeah, right, like, like Billy Bishop or something, right? Where, like, it's <laughs> small enough that if you haven't gone through security, yeah, you actually would see everyone. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, so then they just have, like, the best moment. I know. It's so sad. They're both, like, crying, basically. Yeah, and just talking about all the, like, things. Like, what about this? And, like, and like yeah, she... He's gonna play Jenga with me. Yeah. And he finally just says, like, are you leaving because of me? And it's just, like... I feel like they kind of come to terms that, like, it sort of is, but it also sort of isn't. Yeah. Totally. But yeah. 
and yeah, like it just keeps going. Like they have their good moment, and then he just like keeps calling to her, and he ends up like she goes through, and like he's just like he's hanging on the glass, and just like the, the security, yeah, like I guess it's glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but then it loops back around, and he's just like, what? Because he says something about like, what am I gonna do? without you or something and she's just Mm -hmm. as she had said in like the very first time that they were together she said confidence cohen Mm -hmm. and then they both just like leave and they're all sad and i was like all teary and it's it's really sad yeah it's a good moment though Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah anna's gone she gets on the plane yeah well and then ryan and seth go to Teresa's motel because he wants to kind of like talk to her but now she is also gone so mm-hmm. everyone so, is yeah, gone. So yeah, Brian goes to find her room and he sees through the window that there's someone in there cleaning it. Which and for he... the record, as someone who has worked in housekeeping, <laughs> and so at this point, number one, Anna had like such a late flight to go to Pittsburgh. So she's going to be arriving in Pittsburgh literally like in the middle of the night because of the way time zones work. But whatever, yeah, but, like sure. it's at the party. It's clearly in the evening. The early, the earliest it could be is like ten o'clock. Yeah, true. But whatever. Taking a late flight and apparently housekeeping's working in the middle of the night. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. I was like, I don't <laughs> want to clean the room. What? Anyway, just, like what? even when people like checked out late, like you then like do it first thing in the morning. Right. But whatever. But I guess also with like a sketchy, semi-sketchy motel, maybe you need to have it ready to go. So I was gonna say, is this also like the kind of place that they rent out by the hour? So like maybe they're just always cleaning. Yeah. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Luke and Julie. Yeah. Mm. But then we do get a really good like Seth and Ryan moment because they're like sitting there yeah. eating pizza and just talking about like what if like those were the girls that we were supposed to be with. Which like, Seth. Ooh. Yeah. But then they're like, but we always have each other, so like that's something. Yeah. I I can accept that more from Ryan though what if those are the girls we were supposed to be with but like Seth you're literally dating someone right now I know dude yeah. pull it together do, do are Seth and Summer just together for the rest of the series now no something happens but they end like they yeah. do end up together but okay. like there's definitely at least one more off time because they think it's at the end of this season when seth like takes off right yeah and then summer's world pissed because they don't start the next season together i don't think oh right yeah because then he's at the bar and there's um olivia wilde and all that stuff right right okay yeah foreshadowing yeah (laughs) speaking of foreshadowing Mm -hmm. it's also super funny because this episode is ending and they're eating pizza and they're talking about Luke for some reason. Just about kind of like how Oh yeah. He's a good guy or this or whatever. And I'm like, oh my god. Yep. <laughs> also, I just feel the need to point out that when I was watching this particular scene, Seth has his slice of pizza. His whole entire slice of triangle of pizza. <laughs> and he takes a bite out of the side of the slice instead of like <laughs> the end. And I was like, who eats pizza that way? <laughs> psychotic <laughs> anyway I just had to point that out because it was a weird moment I was like I've literally never seen an actual human being eat pizza like that <laughs> I mean, whatever 
yeah, so we looked up. There's no real, like, trivia with this episode, so nothing kind of there. There's no new people introduced. No, there's just the DA guy who's in it for, like, a hot second. Yeah, and, like, that's a little, kind of, as much as it is, like, sort of an important storyline, it doesn't really matter who he No, and he's is. just, like, one of those people who's in, like, yeah. these kind of roles in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have a favorite Sethism? Uh, I really enjoyed when they were, when he was freaking out, when they were on their way to the airport. And he mm-hmm. said, what is up with this AC? My Jufro is frizzing out. I look like Screech. <laughs> I also had, I look like Screech written down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a good reference. Like, it's so good. One, because so much of it plays back to that time when they were all driving down to TJ. Because, yeah. like, he's. Because he said cr- something else about that, too. Yeah, because he, like, he's criticizing Ryan about his speed driving, which yeah. Summer was doing to Seth. They're talking about the air conditioning and his Jufro again, which then, like, it's a whole thing with, like, him and Summer. So, like, I like that. Yeah. Did you have a most annoying of the episode? Not really. Um, Just, like, I mean, Caleb, I guess. Yeah. But I feel like that's just because he's a dodgy criminal. I'm like, is this annoying or is this just illegal behavior that's endangering your entire family? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Who do you have for that? Uh, yeah, I kind of because I was trying, like, it was sort of Julie because of the Luke thing, but they're not actually doing anything, like, super annoying about that in right. this episode. I mean, it was annoying when Caleb was trying to, like, get her back and she was all like oh plan the perfect date because like now she's just gonna like start two-timing luke like that was kind of oh, i know yeah but yeah no one was like egregiously annoying in this episode no no um did you have like a favorite cali moment or just like super rich people moment i mean the whole entire party is a super rich people moment yeah but... just like kayla being like you have the white lights right for the backyard and you're going to yeah. have no cilantro and blah blah, blah. the night the 70 dom blah blah yeah yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Pretty much just that. Mm. This is a pretty good episode for songs. For music? I yeah. know, right? Uh, did you, what was your, like, also it was just one of those, like, oh, right, I forgot about all of those bands. <laughs> uh, right? There's, right. A, there's an Interpol like, song. I forgot about yes, that. Yes, Not a Oh, my God. Yeah. I, like, died. Well, it was so funny because I remember this song. It's, if, it's a cover of If You Leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that song because it's on the soundtrack. Mm. And, like, I knew it was a cover as well. But I was like, I can't remember who it is that covers this song. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, my God, it's Nata Surf. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I feel like my song of the episode has to be Lack of Color by Death Cab for Cutie just because I was so ridiculously obsessed with that song. Yeah, 100%. At the time that I just, like, it was a the Death Cab song that I listened to on repeat. Well, and it kind of plays for, like, a good chunk of time, like, over a couple of scenes. So, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and then what else? But, yeah, there's the Interpol song. When does that one play? It plays when uh, Eddie is creepily watching Seth, oh, uh, okay. Ryan, and... Ugh. Yeah. People have sex. No. Yeah. Ryan and Teresa together at the motel. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then of course there's a Journey song when uh, when they're listening to Journey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then there's a song by Trespassers William 
called Alone. Oh, yes. Which I recognized as Trespassers William, but could not remember what the song was called. Yeah. Yeah. And that was another one that was like, oh my God, this is Trespassers William. <laughs> Who I also love, but had a very specific moment in time where their songs were in everything. Because <laughs> there's definitely Trespassers William songs in One Tree Hill as well. More mm-hmm. than one, I think. Probably, yeah. That's also yeah. a very, like, music-heavy show. Yeah. So, and there was definitely a couple movies, I think, that their um, songs made it into. And just, like, it was, like, that time period specifically of, like, 2003, 2004. <laughs> songs were just randomly and everything. Yeah. And always, like, the same three songs. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. But, yeah. Well, yeah. That was The Goodbye Girl. Anna is gone. Yeah. Ter- Teresa is gone. For now true yeah although like anna pops up at some point for like a hot second does she i don't remember this yeah but like it's literally like maybe like an episode in like season three or something okay whereas like there's like definitely gonna make more than one yeah she has like there's a whole other storyline there oh yeah there's a whole other storyline coming (laughs) is that still this season or is that next season i think it's still this season good lord maybe maybe not Don't now remember. I don't I don't recall. Yeah. No, I think it I think it might be in like a few episodes. Like closer to the end of the season. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, we will be okay. back next week with episode twenty two. Yes. Oh the LA. This is yes. lots yeah. Lots of people, lots of things to talk about. Truly. <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Thanks for listening.